What's in the queue? 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 kind of remember like where I had left off but I also I tried staying up last night to watch this like I did last week because that that really worked for me and it was great no, no not when a guy is speaking German for two hours so I got up at three this morning to try to take like an hour's worth of notes before yeah. work and then I figured I could take an hour's worth of notes after work and that worked but but man yeah, no, I but I but I did write my spot down, but it did warm my very cold, dead heart when you texted me like, "Hey, just so you know, you're at this minute mark. I'm about to watch the documentary." <laughs> <laughs> right, and I was like trying to pull it up on on my thing, and it wasn't pulling up, so I was like, "Okay, yeah, no, you're a true friend." Um, and and you know, this is not a. Uh, super exciting documentary. Uh, it for, is and, and it isn't. Right. The story itself is great. This would be an excellent movie. I would love to see this, like, oxygen produced. No, I want to see TV this movie. blockbuster. Ooh. Yes. Okay. All right. So then as we go through the story, shall we fan cast? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do okay. it. Okay. All right. Um, but... This was a lot better than the other one I we were choosing from two. Yes. Although, again, a good story, but it was boring. Well, the the other one was boring? Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I, I'm loath to call it boring because the other one that you had picked out was about the Grim Sleeper. Right. And in order to tell the story of the Grim Sleeper who hunted and stalked and preyed on women of color in Los Angeles at the time, it's literally listing, like, what, 40 women? Yeah. You know, it's raped, murder, dumped in a street. Raped, right. murder, dumped in... Like, it's just... It's never... It's, it's, it's hard. It's a hard story. Right. And, and that's what I mean. The actual situation itself is not boring. It's... Uh, you know, heartbreaking and fascinating and all these different things. But the actual documentary was not... Not that, not that well done. Okay. Um, and I, I forget the guy's name, but he's the guy that he did three different, I believe, documentaries about uh, Aileen Warnos. Or Eileen or Aileen. Or okay, Aileen. okay, okay, okay. That chick. Um, and... and, and and they're interesting because she would, like, talk to him, like, call him, do video interviews, like, all these different right. things. So it's interesting from that aspect because, I mean, you're one-on-one with her. Sure. But on the whole scheme of the <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. It's that's just fair. a style that I'm not saying is boring for everyone, but for me, I can't for, pay attention. Well, and for us to... Mm, sorry, dinner just came back up. For us to sit here and, like, go back and forth and discuss something. Right. You know, just, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, once again, we are here on location on the center of the sun, which is my house. Which I love because we are finally to that part in Indiana weather where it is, like, 82 degrees and, like, 87% humidity and I'm excited. But today it's 90 degrees, officially. Yes. Yes. And yes, when yes, I was yes, yes. reading the weather report for this week, it got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and it said oppressive heat. Yes. And I turned to my husband. And I said, "We're about to get oppressed." 
And he just looked at me. And I was like, all right. And he's I'll like, just every, shut every up. day. <laughs> every day. Every day for the brown man. This is what? In the queue. With Krishana and Emily. Yay. This week, we are going to discuss killing for love. What could drive an innocent man to take the fall for a crime he did not commit? A shocking true tale of obsessive love, betrayal, and murder. Yeah. Oh, so much murder. Um, from directors Marcus Vetter and Karen Steinberger. We open to, I'll put a spell on you. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. I love that Good song. version of that song, too. Yes. It's a nice I, version. I, I love... I've heard several different versions, and I love them all. Well, and what I particularly liked about how this documentary opens up is um, I'm not sure if they went and took, like, a Super 8 camera and made the, the yeah. their their uh, opening footage look vintage yeah but they but they they gave it a vintage feel, feel that really puts you in the 80s when these murders happened yeah yeah um not the easiest of documentaries to take notes on um oh. a because it has my favorite thing a lot of jumping around you know and- what it didn't have a lot of english? drone footage oh. also not a lot of english <laughs> which okay can I just give you a quick round of applause? Thank you me. actually picked a documentary with subtitles. Yeah. Yeah. Really hard to take notes on. It was, but... I got I think, more of the vibe than the actual words. That's fine. Which shows you just, like, how interesting the story is, that mm-hmm. if you could follow it along in German yeah. and still get the gist of the story, like, this is pretty cool. And I even watched this at work for the I know. first time, and I, I was like, yeah. Hell yeah. Well, basically, the first couple of images, I was like, yep, we're doing this one. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. Tell tell the fine folks. So, uh, we're talking about the murders of Derek and Nancy Haysom. Uh, and uh, the would-be killers, uh, Elizabeth Haysom and Jen Soaring. Um, Jen's soaring I... looks like Fred Armiston. Oh, okay. Cause That's all I thought the whole time. I thought Jens looked more like Stephen Hawking before the wheelchair. Also, also correct. Yeah. He is a hybrid baby of both of those two gentlemen. If Fred Armiston went back in time, pre-wheelchair, yeah. Stephen Hawking, yeah. when he's getting his doctorate, yeah. they make a love baby. It's Jens. It's Jens Saring. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, so this takes place in the mid eighties, um, in Virginia. Um Which this makes two sorry, this makes two, right? Uh, like so we've got Lorena was dealing with Virginia law, and now we've got this one dealing with Virginia law. Yeah. Ugh. Um Derek uh and Nancy, they were from Canada originally, um, but he was a big businessman in Virginia. Um, upper upper middle class to upper class in, yeah. the, in, the, in the wealth I would, range. Yeah. Enough so that um, they sent their sweet baby angel Elizabeth uh, to uh, London for her schooling. Yeah, she named and, some school and I didn't know what it was. And... and uh, from spending her time abroad, uh, it has also brought with her her accent and her very quiet talking. Uh, and she's a murderer. Oh yeah, no, she. 
I mean, I want yeah. wanted to immediately punch this woman in the face because I'm sorry, you were born in either Canada or Virginia, and then. <laughs> So, darlings, now I speak like this. And this is how she was talking on the stand. And she fancies herself a poet. But every once in a while, a Canadian little syllable would come out. And it would just, it was it was just enough to throw the accent to be like, mm, yeah, no. Yes. No, nope, don't believe it you. It was a fake accent. Eh. Uh, you know. So, eh. and then <laughs> we have Jens. Um, Jens. He is uh, a, 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 a German man. Yeah, he's, he's uh, a German citizen who came to the University of Virginia. Yes, to he's a diplomat's study. son. Yes. Um, and super smart, uh, you know, on, on the definite brainy side of life. They kept throwing around the term Jefferson Scholar as if I'm supposed to know what that is. I don't. Yes. Well, I you know, don't. I'm if, assuming it means if you've you got a will. scholarship. Well, if you had the wealth and the privilege, you would know what that is. Yeah, don't, I, I'm going to talk like this for the rest of our talk. I will murder you like a Canadian couple living in Virginia. Emily, I hope that you have fun editing this out. I'm okay. going to kill you. <laughs> um, so, a little uh, a little background on Elizabeth. Um, she she talks of like. Her parents were obsessively controlling and yet didn't pay any attention to her. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on that. That she was deep into drugs um, and uh, she was a lesbian that wasn't a lesbian. Which, I mean, is before the word like bisexual became a word. Sort of. Was it though? Yeah. Was it? I mean, it's always been a thing, but... Um, they, uh, Elizabeth and Jens, they, uh, met, uh, at college at, uh, Virginia. Yeah, University of Virginia. University of Virginia. Oh, Jens. Um, and, uh, he, he, he was hooked right away. I mean. Sure. You know, her sophistication and her breeding were quite top notch. Pip, pip, cheerio. Um. And, 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 and she, you know, played this, like, come to me, but go away, um, like, just fancied herself in a Shakespearean novel at all times. Um, I think Carlos Santos, the, uh, the newspaper guy from the Fluvanna paper, mm -hmm. called her, um, like a manipulative, beautiful liar. Yes. She's also a super one-upper. Mm-hmm. Anything anybody said, she had to top with one of her stories- um, and, um, uh, that, you know, she, she fancied herself a writer and a poet and she could also play the cello, the violin, the piano, the bass drum, the snare drum. Yeah. yeah Jens is like, uh, yeah, so I've, you know, I've played a little guitar and she's like, oh, well, I've, I've played the cello and the piano. And I'm a one man band. <laughs> sure thing, bub. Um, um, she definitely wrote a lot about her parents' death. Yeah, she definitely fancied herself into black magic. Okay, all right. Calm okay. down. I was like, Ugh. Calm down, appropriator. Um, so, you know, because, uh, you know, her parents were stifling her and not paying attention to her, she often dreamt of their demise and thought she was bring making things happen by 
her mom falling one time and her dad feeling ill that black magic was strong. Um, And the, the three short months that Elizabeth and Jens were together, she's weaving this web of rescue me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fawn, you know, lost in the woods. Right. you know, uh, we need to do something about this. These these monsters, <laughs> um, and uh, basically, uh, she hatches a plan and yeah. kind of leaves him astray. So, with all this jumping back and forth, that's a lot of like her her trial, his trial, um. But basically, I mean, we'll just say what happened yeah, and then yeah, how yeah. court went. Yeah. Um, so basically, uh, both of her parents were horrifically and brutally slaughtered. The crime scene photos are... They are rough. Bananas. I mean, there is blood everywhere. Well, and like, I'm, I'm in the meantime, between watching this, yeah. I'm watching that death at the mansion uh rebecca zahow on oxygen and on that one because it's on network tv yeah. or you know it's, it's on it's on regular tv like she was found like bound and gagged hanging from a balcony and nude naked, also, right? naked right so like all of the crime scene photos she's actually blurred out mm-hmm. because she is nude but this like they don't show a lot of blood in that other one but this one like not only not only do you see all these crime scene photos, there's a point where one of the lawyers later on just like whips out the house coat that yeah. Nancy Hasten was wearing when she was murdered, and it's just covered. It's still covered in dried brown. blood. It's brown from dried blood. Like, yeah, and and I, I think murder. we've seen our fair share of crime scene photos with these different documentaries and other things that sure. we watch. This is this is up there. And they throw it right in your face right at the beginning. Oh yeah, you're like 13 seconds in, and it's like, hey, check this out. Cassie was leaning over my shoulder as I was watching it. I'm like, and pushing you away now. Um, uh, Several stab wounds. Um, uh, Her father, Derek, was uh, cut across the throat. Um, And it was bad. So now we we find ourselves upon these two in in London. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where the cops collect them. After, like, you know, a quick, like, hey, um, your parents are dead. Oh, no. You know, we're going to figure this out. Don't worry. They dip out and they skip the country. So then they get picked up in London because they were using uh, fake identities, fake passports, writing a crap ton of bad checks. Um, So they're picked up. And one thing leads to another for the... British police to contact the Virginia police and like, hey, um, so we have these two. Um, was Elizabeth's parents murdered? And they're like, yeah. Yeah, pretty brutally. Pretty brutally. And they're like, well, I think you guys should probably come here because I'm pretty sure we got the killers. Yeah, and the police have all these letters that were written between um, Jens and Elizabeth. And this is like one of the First questions I had was, like, they're on the run together, yeah. right? And they're writing letters to each other together. In the same apartment, together. Right. 
Okay. All right. But I will say this. Do you remember, like, in high school or just thereafter, writing... I mean, high school was a high note giving time. We were writing notes to each other next to each other in school. Oh. There's a lot of notes. I still See, have my high school notes. We should go back and read those on an episode. We absolutely will. Um, but in order to do that, you had to have, like, friends. So I didn't. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Anywho, so back then, people wrote a lot of notes to right. each other. That's fair. I get Because there was it's no... Just... You're not shooting a text like, hey, babes, hey, love babes, you, I'll be dick. back, I'm going to get milk. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of that... Yans writes a pretty saucy uh, sexting. I first of all, <laughs> it's I don't awkward. Even, I don't even like sexting in the twenty first century. No, I don't like erotic note writing. No, I don't like it. But I was like, I wasn't planning on. It, and then all of a sudden, they were like reading it. And I was like, What's that? What's happening? Well, and they get Whoa, they get, get these two actor actors that I've heard of before, Imogene Poots and Daniel Bruhl. They're two actors. I've heard of them. I, for the life of me, I cannot remember what they've been in before. But okay. they get them to read the letters, and I can just picture like Daniel Bruhl, like in the in the voice studio, having to read this. He's like, "You want me to read what? What, what is this for again?" <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, and these letters again talk about dead parents, our little um, nasty in our Virginia. Nasty. Um, so, and also, like, protect me. I'll protect you. Right. So, because uh, Ian's, uh dad is a high government official in Germany um, with his dipl- diplomatic immunity papers, which I believe was, plan- was part of her plan all along. Uh, yeah. Just because she's like... Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'll get him to think this. And, you know, she planted every single seed inside this guy's brain. Mind you, they are 18 and 19 years old. Yeah. They're, uh, not, yeah, they're, yeah. Not a, they're, they're adults by legal standards. Yeah, yeah, Jens is 18 and he said that Elizabeth was two and a half years older. Yeah. Like, so they're still real young and dumb. She, uh, basically, Jens is like, well, okay, so I... I'll I'll say I did it because they'll ship me back to Germany and then Germany will be like, eh, it's cool, you spend like two years, you're out. Right. Which I don't know why he thought that. Are they not prosecuting murders there or It's probably one of those, um, he's grown up very sheltered. And he I mean he says himself he grew up very sheltered, very privileged. Or was it like because it didn't happen in Germany? I have So this is what he no he, he thinks and his plan or you know maybe it was a fed in plan by elizabeth sure um and she's like right 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 so now we start breaking down what the actual plan for that night was and we're gonna hear two different versions of this plan which which version do you do you want to go through elizabeth's version first and then yen's sure okay elizabeth uh says that yen's is coming over to speak with her parents because they don't want them to be together. And so he's going to come over and talk with them. And she's going to go to the movies while they have this talk. That's the story that they tell the cops, right? Right. That's the story that they cooked up after Elizabeth So she says she was at the movies and she watched one or two movies. And then Jens pulls up. 
and he's in a sheet yes. covered in blood. Soaked in blood in their in the rental car. So then they go back to their hotel that's in DC. Right. They're st- they're spending the weekend in, in DC. And he you know, she says that, you know, he talks about how tired he is and you know, how afraid she got then because, you know, it's a weird sort of thing to be with somebody just after they've murdered two people. Not her parents, two people. Um, and uh, so he gives her some Coca-Cola, tells her to go clean out the blood in the car with Coca-Cola while he takes a shower and then goes to bed. Uh-huh. That's okay. what she says. So now let's, let's happen. Let's tell Jens' story. Um, so Jens's side of the story is that uh, Elizabeth had gotten into a bit of uh, money problems with her drug dealer. Uh, what Jim was Farmer. Jim, you know, the farmer, the drug dealer. Um, and Jim Farmer was like, okay, you can work off your debt. Take this thing to D.C. To D.C. For, uh, just make a run for me mm-hmm. in D.C. And you'll, and you'll be square. So they rent a car. They take the stuff to D.C. Um, uh, then, um, you know, she says to go buy movie tickets, wait at the hotel. Um, so he does uh, buy two movie tickets. Yes. And then he buys more. And then he buys more. He ends up seeing three movies, he says. Um, with the exception of him going back to the hotel, like, oh, she's not here yet, cashing a check at the hotel to get some cash to out. prove that he's there as well. Um, and, uh, then, you know, she comes back and she needs him. She needs him. She needs the alibi. You know, if you love me, you would take the rap. Right. Um, and he's like, of course. Yeah. So, uh, you know, she, you know, it, 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 the drugs made her do it, all these different things. He says, I'll take the blame. Um, and then... The letters, um, nope, cut that out too. God, I can't even read my own writing. My notes are everywhere. Oh, because he would, yeah, you know, he'll take the blame because he would get off easier. Um, and then they were like waiting for the police to show up and they did it. And so they were like, well, let's leave town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Basically, then, you know, once, you know, all, all this stuff is coming out, she makes a deal, a deal. This is a shitty ass deal, if you ask me. This is a shitty deal. It's a shitty deal. Um, But to basically help convict Jens of the murders, um, she agrees to testify. Um, and so basically... Now, once you get to trial, you you guys have both sold your crazy-ass stories to the police in your interviews. And then you're testifying like, okay, so, but I, I was just saying that for her. So, he had an incredibly hard time getting anybody to believe right. that now he's going to tell the truth. And you see this because it was the first televised trial in Virginia. Yeah. Um, so we get to see all, all, all this trial and, you know, he's just getting hammered. He's composed. He's handling himself very well. He did very well. But I, I, I get it. I would have that, you know, doubt too. Like. Oh yeah. Uh, John Updike, the, the DA 
uh, he he does both Elizabeth and Jens's cases. Yes. Um, I can understand how easy he would think it would be to prove. Well, well, you said this under oath, and now you're telling me that that was a lie, and now you're telling me the truth. Right. I don't know. And, and and Elizabeth just keeps trying to further herself further and further away mm-hmm. that she had any involvement, even though she had to admit that she was there, in a sense, or knew it was happening. That she knew something was happening. And, the you know, the, the attorneys and the police are like, yep, it's him. It, it, maybe he had an accomplice, but it's him. Using junk science, um, they had a it? tire expert to say that a sock print was Yen's foot. Right. Um, but then there was also a shoe print that was happened to be exactly Elizabeth's size. Weird. Um, oh, who was... There was uh, a neighbor or a family friend that had also come to the house yep. at the same time that Elizabeth and her brothers were at the house trying to clean things up. And yep. she's like, uh, yeah, no, Elizabeth was over there comparing her foot to the bloody footprints left in the house. And, uh, hey, cops, that's weird. Can you look into that? Right. Um, there was also an FBI profile done that happened to disappear. Um, Ed, I didn't write his last name down, but... Um, he did this profile and everything he, like, he was at the house. He reviewed everything. Mm-hmm. He said he was quite positive that it was Elizabeth and maybe another accomplice. Uh, yeah, that it was at least a known female acquaintance, acquaintance or relative of the family based on based on the prince and based on the fact that Mrs. Haysom was murdered in her dressing gown. Yeah, she and that she would not have received someone uh, that she wasn't fami- as familiar with in her dressing gown, right? Regardless of the time of day, she would have put something else on. Exactly. Now, but all that disappeared, and the other cops are going, no, 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 we didn't, we didn't yeah, have anybody. The, there's we didn't uh, have anybody. Gardner and Reed were the two detective, uh, the two inspectors, the investigators that were working on the case at the time. And they come back together kind of for this documentary and they're talking on the phone and they're like, and Gardner's like, yeah, no, that never happened. And Reed's like, um, yeah, that's how I met my friend Ed Schulzbach from yeah, the FBI. That's how I became met friends him. on this case. We're Facebook friends. And they're like, no. Yeah, no. That never happened. No, that didn't happen. Okay. Okay. Um, also, there was literally no physical proof, no DNA that Jens was ever in that house. And 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 that's even like later on in the documentary like in the 2000s yeah. when we've figured out how DNA works, right. like there's nothing in there that shows that Jens was in that house. And on top of that, they played an audio clip from Jens's uh, interrogation by the British inspectors mm-hmm. uh, with the uh, London Metropolitan Police. And they were like, what was Mrs. Hasten wearing when, when you murdered her? And he goes, um, she was wearing a pair of jeans. Right. Bud, you weren't there. You weren't there. Or you would have... For a tiny bit at the beginning of the documentary, I was like, well, I don't know if I believe either of these fools. Well, I, but right. But then I was that like, came out. And I'm well, like, maybe oh, hell no. he at least knew what was going on or he was there too, but no. No. I don't think so at no, all. No, he, he was I think told... he was just suckered in. 
hey, do this because you love me and we're going to be together. And then also, never mind the fact. I've murdered my parents, so you got to help me. Okay. Well, and uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't love nobody that much. I love people enough to help help them bury bodies, but I don't know about murder. Uh, no. Take the fall and go to prison for Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. No, 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 I'll help you murder. I'll help you hide the body. All up until the cops show up at my door, and then I'm like, them. Bye. Bye, Felicia. And also, the next season of Confession Tapes has come out. Oh, yeah. I meant to tell you that. I will, no. I'm getting pulled over for a ticket. Hold on, I need my lawyer. Like I am, I'm afraid. <laughs> Did you? There's a there was a little viral video going around of these two lawyers, and they have their giant cigars and their stupid sunglasses, and they're like, "It's shut the fuck up Friday." Oh yeah. If you ever ever have to talk to the cops, you shut the fuck up. Yeah. Don't say a fucking word. <laughs> I don't care if they're asking for papers. I don't care if they're asking for ID. You shut the fuck up and you ask for a lawyer. Shut the fuck up Friday. I saw that. <laughs> uh, I would like to note that I have sweat so much from my legs being crossed that I literally had a bead of sweat running down my leg just now. That's sexy. <sighs> yeah. Back to murder. Back to murder. Um, I don't know where we were at. Okay, um, so, so so we've gone through Jens's side. We've gone through Elizabeth's side. Um, Elizabeth gets basically 90 years. Yep. Which, again, for a plea deal... Yeah, she fucked it. She fucked she's up. She's so smart. She's so dumb. She is so smart. Um, she's so dumb. Jens also, uh, he gets um, a long oh, time he also, as well. He gets two, two consecutive, yeah. not concurrent, life sentences. Basically, like, no, you're going away forever. Yeah. And so basically throughout this whole thing, um, we see supporters of Jens um, working towards his release and all of its different stages. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to the point um, wh- with the DNA um, after being in pr- prison for 27 years. Yeah, that was in 2010 when the DNA thing happened. Um, and I lost my thing. So there's, hold on. Can we take a sidebar? Because there's also this whole other uh, Ned person and this whole okay. other vehicle. This is what I wanted to bring up. With all this blood and a knife and the officer detective. There is a private investigator named Dave um, who is uh, working with Gail Marshall, Yen's current lawyer. Yes. Um. Somehow, he tracked down a guy mm-hmm. who was named Tony Buchanan who had a car towed to his shop that was soaked in blood. It, did I understand that correctly? Yeah. Now, this Tony Buchanan guy was shown pictures of Jens, of Elizabeth, of uh, Jim Farmer, you know, the drug dealer, and there was one other guy that they don't... Ned. That, Ned. They don't give his full name. They don't show his image. Um... And Tony Buchanan's like, oh, yeah, I know those two guys. Yeah. Point, pointing to uh, Farmer and, and Ned, whoever. Mm-hmm. Wh- and also, what is this? supposedly there was a knife in, the, in that vehicle as well. Yeah. Now, when you talk to Detective whatever his name is, he was like, 
I have never heard that man's name and he's just trying to get famous and we didn't, there was no car and this and that and the other thing. Which, here's my thing. When he received a vehicle covered in blood, did he call the police? I would say that would depend on the uh, appearance of the people dropping off the bloody car. Which, and maybe that's just me wanting to live in a Quentin Tarantino film. I don't know. Well, they didn't show up like John Travolta and Sam Jackson. Like, if there's some ground chuck in the back window, like, I'm not going to ask questions. If those dudes show up at my house? I'm not asking questions. Uh, nope. I'm going out the back door. I'll get you the dial soap. I'll be right back. Do you need blankets? They were they were a wedding gift, but you Do can you have need them. blankets? Can we call the wolf? Um, <laughs> I think I've seen that movie a couple times. Um, and up, up to 2014, Elizabeth has been... Uh, denied parole 15 times by this time yep um but uh like i said sorry backtrack 2010 2010, the dna said there was no way he was in this house um the governor said yep let's just send him back to germany and he can be free and that was that was tim kane and jens was like yeah yeah i'm gonna sell security oh jens honey we'll work on your pitch um but Immediately when Tim Kaine was like, yeah, let him go, he handed the reins over to the new governor, Robert McDonald, and Bob McDonald said, fuck no, he's staying with us forever. Um, so, and even to the point where they said, even if the governor overturns it, we're going to retry you and we're going to seek the death penalty. We want you to go down in flames for this crime that you did not commit. Which does not make sense. Like, do you know how much cheaper it would be to just send him back to Germany? Yes. You you don't even have to keep him here. Yeah. Send, Uh, Send him home. So by the end of this documentary, Jens and Elizabeth are both still in prison. Yes. Um, Elizabeth did not agree to be in this documentary. Shocker. What do you mean? She's here with us now. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) Um, Um, Governor McDonald, who, or McDonald. Yeah, McDonald was the governor. Yeah, old old McDonald. Old McDonald. Denied. No, no, we got, he is a bad man. He was convicted of corruption. Now, what's so sad is, you know, uh, Yen's still in prison. Yeah. Uh, he was denied access to the uh, volunteer pastor that come that come that well, your prisoner. You're not allowed to have friends. <gasps> but he was denied access to the pastor that had become like a spiritual advisor for Tom him. Tom Elliott. Yeah, Tom Elliott, and uh, I guess the prison reads letters obviously sure. and they were like yeah you're too you're getting too close you're too friendly knock it off mm-hmm. so now Jens can only call him once a week yeah shenanigans uh 2015 Jens lawyer petitioned a new governor i don't know his name for a pardon um and the experts that you know went through and reviewed everything they were like there's two unknown men with elizabeth in that house not Jens. Yeah. He's still there. He's still in jail. And um, I did a quick search for Jens Sering, and you can go to Um, It has a count 
of how long he's been in prison. Uh-huh. So currently, we are recording this uh, June 28th, uh, 2019. He has been in prison for 33 years, one month, and 28 days. Can you imagine going into prison? Well, I mean, you've been in custody basically since you were 19, let's just say. Yeah, round, up, round up to 19, yeah. You've been in there for that long? Yeah. Listen, there's a lot of people that are like, give me life, not death. Nope. I want the death penalty. I want to die. I don't, I don't want to go to jail. I'm not. I'm not. I will go down in a blaze of glory. I'm not going to jail. Right. We're totally going to film and Louise <laughs> our ending. Good. Good. Um, as long as we have that on record. But I'm just saying, if it's like, go, you're going, whether I did it or not. Yeah. I don't want to spend my whole life in there. Yeah. I'd be like, when, when's the next execution? Can I cut in line? Um, funny story, they're actually out of the drugs used for lethal injection, so they're not executing people right now. See, that's the other That's the bullshit. You can be put on death row and be there for 33 years. Yeah, so we're, yeah, you're still getting, yeah. Um, did I ever tell you about the time I took a tour of the Marion County Jail when I was in high school? I want to do a tour of a jail. No, you don't. Um, Yes, I do. If... Okay, when you took the SATs, remember there was, like, one little bubble where you had to check, like, if you wanted to go into, like, law enforcement or military or, like, what field or career you wanted to do? Yes, Krishana? Okay, so do you know how you were like, I didn't write notes to my friends? <laughs> I didn't take the SAT. Fair. So there is an, there is a little bubble on mm-hmm. the SAT where it's like, what what career field are you thinking of going into? Do you into? have the potential to murder other people? They don't ask that. Um, but since I was... I was already ready to go into the army by yeah. the time I took the SATs. I checked that little button. And when you check that, your information goes to local police departments who have kind of like a mentorship or a sponsorship program. And not necessarily like a ride along, but like a go to the go to the um, department and, you know, kind of walk around and, and have police officers talk to you and kind yeah. of like explain how to become a police officer and stuff uh-huh. like that. So one night they took us on a tour of the Marion County Jail down in Indianapolis, right? Now, mind you, I am 17. Yeah. I have a giant fucking cold sore on my lip, okay? Because... Go figure. Cold sores and teenagehood. Whatever. So I'm walking through this one block and this dude starts fucking chanting, Herpes. Herpes. And at the time, I don't think I quite understood that, like, herpes was the yeah. was the cold sore. So I just kind of, like, smiled and waved at him. And then, like, walk, <laughs> I walked out the door because I wasn't in prison. I was able to go out the front door. You were like, uh, uh, freedom. <laughs> um, but, but let's not, you know, because that was probably privilege on my part because, you know, who knows how what he was incarcerated for and mass incarceration of... Black men is a problem in America. Um, anywho. Also drug offenses. Also drug offenses. We need to stop that. Um, also quit locking people up that didn't commit murder. Um, right? So, Jens, baby. Yeah. Sorry. Buddy, we're rooting for you. Yeah. Um, big time, man. I'm gonna go see if he's got, like, an Instagram page or something, and I'll, I'll follow him. Can we him. donate to his legal fund? Maybe. Okay. I'll check it out. Uh, also, I would, uh, like a RIP corner. Oh, go ahead. R.I.P. to Beth Chapman, dog bunny hunter's wife. <gasps> you didn't know? No. <gasps> Did her tits explode? No. Uh, what happened? 
So in 2017, apparently she had a stage two throat cancer. Okay. Uh, they removed it. She was cancer free. And then it came back within oh, a year. No. And she just passed away. Oh, no. Dude. Like, I know that show is totally dated and super corny, but A, Hawaii. <laughs> B, it was like Indiana and Hawaii coming together. It was. Um, I, it really was. I loved their craziness. Mm-hmm. I loved how, like, Beth's boobs arrived a full 20 minutes before she did. I, I loved them. I did. I love them. If it sure. pops up on TV, we watch it. Sure. So... I did not think she was going to be the one to go first. Oh, God, no. Um, I really thought, like, Dog would accidentally tase himself to death or something. Don't talk about him. Um, I um, like people named Dwayne, apparently. I'm sorry. Dwayne the Rock. (laughs) Dwayne Chapman. Let's not put Dwayne Chapman and Dwayne the Rock Johnson in the Uh, same category, please. uh, Listen. When the day comes that the Rock passes on... I'm going to need flowers. People are going to need to check on me. Okay. Because <laughs> I am not going to be okay. That's fine. Like Luke Perry, but steroids. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about Luke Perry. Stop. Um, yeah. So, sorry, dog and Chapman family. Yeah. R.I.P. I know probably nobody's caring right now. I care. That's fine. And if you want to offer up some R.I.P. corners, let's offer them up. Yeah. Who who you got in your R.I.P. I'm sure corners? we could, you know, basically do that every week. Probably. People do die every day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, someone else just died. There you go. Ouch. Um, I would highly recommend watching this doc if you yes. want, like, some uh, criminal injustice and some murder. Murder! And, uh, if you, you know, because uh, we, we did the math, and I'm pretty sure the last murder documentary that we did was in uh, 2018. So, whoops. That's sad. That is sad for us. So, which, we're going to, like, triple down. She's gonna be murder, 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 murder. I might need a bright spot in there every once in a while because the murder really gets me but down. But what if it's murder of somebody who deserves to die? Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All um, right. Um, well, you ready to get out of here? Oh, 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 no. oh, update corner. So, after we did our Michael Jackson leaving Neverland, yeah. Um, it was broached to me uh, when a Michael Jackson song came on. Like, how do you feel after that documentary and listening to his music? And I went into a lot of it's really hard to listen to the music now. Music that I have loved my entire life and it was bothering me. Yeah. And then uh, I was informed that there is a plethora of articles on the internets saying that there is more holes in that documentary than Swiss cheese. And I'm like, Okay. So I did a really fast, quick scan. Okay. There are some interesting things. I don't know if it's necessarily changed my opinion because it's always been kind of my opinion, but I just don't want it to be my opinion. Sure. For the love of the music. Sure. Um, but nobody sent us any hate mail about it, right? Nobody ever sends us mail, so it's fine. Can you send us mail? <laughs> We're lonely. I love, I love when like packages or letters come to me. It is my most favorite thing ever. Okay, well, in order for that to happen, you have to give out your home address, and I don't know and if you're ready is. to do that. <laughs> Four. Yeah. Um. So check them out. If you have an opinion, 
whether it's that he did do it, whether he didn't do it, if you have some cool articles that would give us a better idea, send it to us. Yeah. We um, can make and, our own and documentary. do watch Killing, Killing for Love. Yeah. Um, it's available on Hulu. I, I do recommend it, um, yes. even with all the, the the half German, which it was an interesting reminder that English is a Germanic derived language. Because yeah. I did, I picked up a lot of root words that English and German share together. Yes. I mean, I did wish, because all throughout trial he was speaking English. Yes. And he's in an American prison. I was like, oh. But. But I get it. You'll you can speak whatever you want to speak. I don't give a shit. You'll notice when you watch the documentary that in uh, to the, to the side of the table where Jens and the director and the camera are sitting is another random guy with a camera and a corrections officer. Uh-huh. So I kind of feel like the speaking German, besides the director being German and Jens being German, oh. is probably oh. their well, that, way of well, no, that makes total sense. Yeah, their way of telling Jens's story without having to worry about any interference. That makes perfect sense. I did not yeah. realize he was a. German. I thought that was, I thought that was the director, the guy that they kept showing with the little camera, and oh, then I yeah, I know. No, I but then I saw idea. his radio underneath his jacket. He's with Department of Corrections. I can almost guarantee it. And then the very bored-looking corrections officer who had to sit there as well. I think speaking German was their way of yes, having a private. It conversation. was. It had to have been because. Um, at the end of the documentary, too, they said uh, when the crew tried to go back for another interview, they were denied. denied. Yeah. So, um, that sucks. Yeah. Where's that? There's another kid at my house. Yes, there's a young boy. Oh, I know who he is. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. now that we rehashed the documentary again, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cliff's notes. It's fine. Uh, check it out. Yeah. Uh, give us a shout. Yeah, we definitely didn't touch on every single thing. There's like, too much. Normal, but the, yeah, it's a lot of jumping back and forth and like three here, three there. Um, but it's it's good. It's a good documentary. Yeah, it's it's super well done. Okay. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. It's so hot. All right. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.